0: Antonio Tarver is joining us. Hello,
1: hey God. I'm sorry, man. I'm driving right now. No
2: problem. That's all right, bro.
0: No problem. What's up, up
1: Tarver? What's up? Appreciate it, man.
3: How you
1: doing? Doing man, good, I bro. I just kicked Winky and uh, Garrett Sheffield butts on the golf course, so I'm feeling good right <laughs> now. <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: what's up. That's what's up. Oh man, yo. So we, we're excited to um to have you. Look, there's we got like a few more questions for you you know, cause I want to, I want to personally pick your brain because of your boxing knowledge. Um, you know, I've seen you inside of the ring and I've seen you outside of the ring as an analyst also. And I know with you having that experience, you could probably lend far more credence to the conversation than we can as casual fans. So right. one of the first things I wanted to ask you is, and I'm sure you probably get asked this a lot. Why does it seem like now in this particular day and age, it's way more difficult to actually make a dream fight to, to make a dream fight come to fruition than what it was in the past.
1: Um my personal my personal opinion on that is just everybody trying to protect their, you know, everybody trying to protect theirs, man. I mean, your fight or lose, you know, it's over with. You feel me? You gotta go back to the you know, back of the line, and it's all about position and power, I believe. And if you got the horse in the races, it's important that you, you know, protect your horse and he runs as long as he can run. You know what I mean? So you gotta understand at the end of the day it's business. You know what I mean? It's business. But a lot of times, you know, it comes a time where you can't avoid those big fights. But a lot I I believe a lot of these promoters need to start seeking those major, major fights and let them happen, man, for the for the history of the game. I think uh Mm-hmm. We should have already had you the heavyweight champion by now, but
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know, uh until the smoke's so, clear, you know, until the smoke clear, they're gonna still be out there, you know.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So so it makes me think about from, from what you're saying, like even the, the protective standpoint. And we were saying a few minutes ago before you joined us, what does that mean for Bob Harum if Terrence Crawford is cash cow and he's the WBO Voltawe champion, if he fights Errol Spence? And he loses the arrow Spence, and all those welterweight titles find themselves in PBC land.
1: <laughs> well, you know, it's, it's you know, it's only a few of the major promoters out there that are making things happen. And if you're not, if you're not riding with one of those, man, it's a, it's a tough, tough business. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, you you're asking these people to give you a chance to knock off their main fighter, so you know now nah, the business is gonna have to be in order and, and understanding that you know you know that's why it took me so long and a lot of time you know i had to actually you know eliminate everybody that was ranked above me practically you know but mm-hmm. you know, as long as you're win, as long as you're winning they can't stop you man as long as you're winning but, they can't stop you but you're gonna have to take some risk because a lot of times the fights aren't going to be in your favor but if you believe in yourself you believe in your ability you know, go take that risk because don't none pay off but risk. Man, I was man. an underdog. Every title, every title championship Scott I had, I was the underdog. That's right. So, you know, that just tells you. You know, it don't matter what they think, man. You got to know what what you have and what you. You got to believe in yourself and know what you're capable of doing. Once mm-hmm. you know that, then run. You know, just run and don't look back. Just keep moving forward. Yeah. Yeah, and, that, and that's
2: that's one of the things I like about you, talk. Pleasure to meet you too, brother. Listen, man. Yo, I I always ask this question. I usually ask this question of artists and musicians. But how important is imagination?
1: How how important what is the human imagination? Very important, and I'm that's a good question. Imagination is everything, man. Because if you can't see it, if you can't see it, how can it? You know, how can it? How can you be it if you don't see it? That's and right. I tell these I tell these guys all the time, and it's really it, it hasn't resonated. You gotta live, you gotta live like a champion long before you become a champion.
2: That's and right. this is
1: where this is where these kids, man, these young, kids, they don't understand that. It's just they they that that they they lose that that concept. You gotta right. live like a champion, and that's right. hard. And a lot of these fighters don't know how to live like a champion because right. everybody around them has never been a champion. They don't know. How can someone take you someplace that they've never been? And, you know, that's why it's really I think it's important that these great champions have the ability to give back to these young kids. Man, teach them your teach them your secrets. Give it away. I mean, that's the only way right, you're going
3: right.
1: to keep it. I'm in the trenches with these guys, and I'm giving them the magic. You know what I mean? I don't mm. care. No, I'm say, that them them. Say,
2: say that again. Say that one more time, brother.
1: I'm in the trenches with these guys and I'm giving them the magic, man. I'm giving them all my secrets. Because that's how you keep it. You give it away, and you just watch these guys perform. You know, and when I can inspire and motivate these kids, man, that's you know, that's what I get out of it. You know what I mean?
2: All right. So with that being said, what is the greatest lesson you learn from a loss?
1: The greatest lesson that I learned from a loss is that. You know, I had everything it took to be a champion, and I can explain that because I could have. When when Eric Harden broke my jaw in the first in the first fight, oh, I fought. I fought four rounds with a broken jaw, bro. And mm. I can tell you, I've never been shot.
2: Come on back, baby. <laughs> and,
1: and and you know what? Quitting quitting crossed my mind every every minute of but I couldn't let myself quit. I say, mm-hmm. you know what? I'm going to lose this fight, but ain't no man knocking me out. And I took pride in that. That's right. And That's right. And, and, and and a year or two later, I was offered that fight. Now, you got to understand, when they offered me the Eric Harlan fight, he had just got done fighting. He just got done losing to Roy Jones. He tore his bicep in that fight, but before that, he was giving Roy Jones fits mm-hmm. in that fight, you know what I mean? And um, the IBF mandated that I fight Eric Hardy in order to keep my mandatory status. Mm. They offered me uh they offered me a hundred they was trying to knock me off, bro. It's the only man that beat me at the time. <laughs> so they thought for sure he was gonna beat me again. Yeah. So they offered me 150000 dollars and I was a co-feature on HBO. I've never been on HBO. It's my first time on HBO. I've never seen $150,000 in my life. I said, if I can't beat Eric Harding, I don't deserve to be in the ring with Roy Jones. And everybody know what happened in that fight. After I beat <laughs> Eric Harding, I had, I had arrived. I arrived. And that was it was too late. I had already arrived. I went through it. And I knew what it felt like to come back from defeat and avenge a loss. And that was the yeah. feather that I needed in my head. After I beat Eric Harding, there was nobody stopping me. I was on my way. It's just like when you look at the Canelo fight when he fought Floyd Mayweather. Way premature. Way premature. Definitely. it was a good fight for Floyd. It was a business move. And you know, but Canelo wasn't experienced enough. Right. That's right. But if they fought, if they had fought maybe a year after that, and he seasoning, he seasoned a little bit because all these fighters have to go through that all mm-hmm. these fighters have to go through that seasoning part. now deontay wilder he lost his first fight this next fight is all going to de- be determined by his mindset
2: mm-hmm.
1: it's not going to be about his his skill he got you know his power it's going to be about his power mindset
2: right his power i don't know the 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 the
1: the the, the, the where the power ain't going nowhere but guess what power is nothing if it don't land You can have all the power in the world. If you don't hit no, it's nothing. So execution, execution is the key. And you need to be working on execution, the basics. You understand me? And I told him, I told him a long time, man, only thing Deontay Wilder needs is a real one in this corner. Somebody going to be honest with him. and going to be and tell the truth. And he's going to have to be humble enough to accept that. You know, that's how champions are made. You know, they're coachable. They're manageable. You know, you gotta you know, be know. teachable, man. To be That, that,
2: that leads. That leads to my. This is. I'm sorry, I'm hogging up, brothers. I'm excited, man. Yo, talk, talk, talk about your relationship with Buddy McGirt. Can you hear me? Oh man. Uh, it's
1: yeah, yeah. It's more than just a. It's more than just a fighter trainers relationship, man. That that's like my big brother, man. Buddy McGirt. That's family, man. That's family. We've been. We've been knowing each other for a long, long time. He thought he was there with me when I really made my move to the top. It was because of his, his coaching and his confidence mm-hmm. in me. It, it gave me something inside, and I thought that we really, we jelled. Yeah, yeah, each other. yeah. I think we were a dynamic duo. I think we were And, and you know, me and Buddy McGirt get together. It's going to be trouble, man. And uh, um, <laughs> he's a great trainer, one of the greatest trainers I've had. Greatest trainers I've had. I love Buddy McGirt. And his way of teaching is unique, Mm -hmm. believe it or not. His way of teaching is unique. And uh, you just don't want to let Buddy down, man, you know, because you know he respects the game so much. And -hmm. everything he tells you, you can take it to the paint. And I believe between rounds, he's the the best. And the second best is my other trainer, Orlando Cuellar, a great Cuban coach that's been training a lot of champions for a lot of A lot of years, he really don't get his just due, but look him up. Orlando Cuellar on Instagram, he's Mm -hmm. Commander Zero, one of the best trainers. If you ever go back and look at my fight with with Glenn Johnson, the last round, the 11th round, going into the 12th round, it's like they were riding jockeys. Man, they they were riding horses down the stretch. Mm -hmm. It was beautiful commentary from Buddy McGirt and Orlando because Orlando Cuellar was the trainer for Glenn Johnson in those epic battles that we had, Mm, you know what I mean so we end up getting together years ago but those are my two coaches and the great late Jimmy Williams so I had three of the best teachers, trainers in the game and that's what made and molded the Magic Man, man, that's why I believe I'm going to be a great trainer in myself, because through my experiences, I don't it's, it's very few trainers have gone to the top like me very few trainers have accomplish the things I have and the moments I've had in boxing and Absolutely. that I can lend to all of these young fighters out there That's because right. there's so many hitting hitting things that they don't know that that are becoming at them as higher they climb that ladder you know the devil get more and more busier and I can just bring them make them aware of the things that they need those potholes they need to be looking out for if they're going to stay on that straight narrow path to the title
2: yeah, I tell my kids the devil takes no times off. He take no days off and he got and Hold when on, he takes i I'm, 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 I'm,
1: I'm losing here. Hold on. I can't hear anything. Hold on. Hold on. Let me see what my mic is on. I can hear you. My mic is on, but I can't hear you guys anymore. You still so, with me? Can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear, we can hear you. We can hear you. Hold on. I may have to I may have to go out and come back in. I can't hear you guys.
2: Okay. 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 What do you think? Hello?
1: Yeah, yeah. Hello? Hello? We can hear You there? We can hear you. Somebody got me on mute, man. I'm going to (laughs) go out and come back in, okay? Is that okay? I can't hear you guys. All right.
0: so we're just waiting for antonio tarva to he's gonna rejoin get his get his uh service together make sure you like comment and subscribe hit the hit the like button hit the like button if you have a question for antonio tarva put it in the uh are people in the chat, in the chat? In the chat? yeah there's somebody in the chat
1: like why can't i see the chat better hello yes sir yes i'm sorry i had to come out and come back in that's but all yeah. right on
3: that Get yeah you got uh, yeah hey hey, hey taller man uh i have i have a quick question um what how which, which 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 active boxers right now do you consider like pick two that that you consider has uh exceptional boxing iq
1: oh yeah most definitely uh lomachenko definitely. Lomachenko has a really good IQ, man, but I'm look, I'm really looking forward to this fight coming up. Yes. Tifimo
0: with,
1: with Lopez, man. I yeah. think Lopez has the energy. I think he has the mindset and he believes in he really believes in himself, man. And um that's going to be pro, that's going to be problems early for Lomachenko, but if anybody can figure it out I think it's Lomachenko. It's going to be a hell of a fight.
3: Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs>
1: Another guy with great IQ, I, you got to give it up for uh, Tyson Fury, man. No hate. Sure. Fury, it's crashy. You know, the way he came back in that rematch was very impressive. He had went right. back to the drawing board, man. He, him and his team advised, uh, devised a, a, a perfect game plan against Wilder. And I'm really anxious to see what Team Wilder does as far as making adjustments and really giving him a, a solid game plan to work from.
0: Right. Let me ask you this. You know, I've heard on a number of occasions, I always hear boxes say, prior to a fight, prior to them getting in a fight, if it's a fight that they feel that they may be overmatched with, they'll say something like, well, I I see something in a person. I see something. And that leads them to challenge a person for a fight now. And your first fight with Roy, prior prior to going into that fight, it was very apparent that you saw something and it was something that you knew that you could exploit. (laughs) <laughs> but there have been other instances where people say there have been other instances where people say they see something, and when they get in to fight the person, it doesn't necessarily appear that whatever they saw they were able to execute, or maybe they didn't see something. I'll give you an example when Mikey Garcia for Errol Spence, the whole promotion and build up was about Mikey Garcia seeing something that he could exploit in Errol Spence. But then Mikey Garcia being a great boxer, to me, he was completely outboxed by Errol Spence. So, do people really see something, or is seeing something to sell the fight?
1: I, I can't speak for nobody else. I, I really can't. But uh, with me, guys, with me, I—I I mean, how else am I supposed to think? I mean, come on, I was an Olympian, bro. I was—I was favored to win the gold medal in '96. I got robbed of the Olympic gold medal, bro. Mm-hmm. You feel me? So my thing is this, I, I, i never thought but one way and I was the best and I didn't give a damn who was in front of me. And that's the bottom line, bro. I mean, I know that my skills are great. Yeah. You know I mean, I know I got, I got the goods, man. And I don't know why the faint the boxing never accepted what I brought to the table. But at the end of the day, bro, I, I believe, with everything I have in me, that I, I could have won the heavyweight title, bro. My, my work wasn't done. My right. Work was far from done. And I never had a chance to really show the world what I was about. They thought I did everything I was supposed to do when I beat Roy Jones, bro. But I had so much more work to do. They never, you know, I didn't get too many opportunities to excel in the game. You know, I, I should have been the, I should have fought Cal Zaki, not Roy Jones Jr.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I should have fought Cal Zaki. Yeah, this man retired with a O, oh, and he never fought the best light heavyweight in his generation. Mm-hmm. So my thing is, man, look. Bottom line, I'm the most underrated fighter because they never gave me my props, bro. You know what I mean? And They want to nice. make every excuse for why I won against Roy Jones. I gave a man three chances. Mm-hmm. So you don't <laughs> give another. Yeah, right. You feel me? He had every opportunity to prove to the world what he was about. I proved to the world what I was about.
2: Yeah, man. Bernard,
1: man, look, Bernard Hopkins never gave me a rematch, bro. But look what I gave Bernard I about, Hopkins.
2: I was going to ask you that too, Bernard, man.
1: But look what I gave Bernard Hopkins. Bernard Hopkins was coming off for of two losses to mm-hmm. Jermaine Taylor. The man wasn't even in my weight class. I was on a hiatus in Hollywood, bro. They caught me, man. They, You know, they, that was a real setup job for me, bro. Because <laughs>
2: yo, if man, it wasn't. Because you it was
1: if it wasn't a setup job, I would have had a rematch clause in there, bro, because I didn't have to fight Hopkins. There was no reason for me to fight Hopkins.
0: Yeah. Let me let me let me ask you this really quick, oh, Theo.
1: Let, uh, let me finish yeah. though, because I want everybody to wrap their mind around this, bro. <laughs> if, if 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 the if the if the table was if the if the table was fair if the if the scene was set if the stage was set and it was an even playing field, bro, they would have gave me a rematch. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm gave me a rematch. I'm gonna let the boxing world know why they didn't give me a rematch and it's coming out in my book, man. I'm seven, I'm eight chapters in my book of a 12, nice. a 12 round a 12-round fight. You know, my book is gonna be 12 rounds and I'm gonna I'm gonna let the world know it ain't no it ain't no hate. It might not have nothing to do with Bernard Hopkins. But mm-hmm. that shit was bigger than boxing when they when they put me in Atlantic City it was something more come on man mm-hmm. And, and and that night I lost my status, bro. I don't worry about the titles because mm-hmm. I won the titles back twice after that. Yeah,
2: yeah. You can, took, my, right.
1: took my status, bro, and that status I never
2: got back. You can see in that fight, man, you wasn't with it. You was you wasn't no, just no, up at all. No. You know.
1: One thing you one go back and look at every time me and Buddy McGirt worked worked the fight, we never we never didn't connect between rounds. We had a miss communication between we could never connect between rounds i knew something was terribly wrong and we both we both got through that fight but i was not well that night man for whatever reason i wasn't well that night i was
2: right. yeah,
1: God, i was sleep i was sleep 20 minutes before the fight with gloves on in my dressing room wow man, sleep
0: yeah Re- to me the best two, the best two rounds of boxing I've ever seen from you. The first Roy Jones fight, round one and round two, was a clinic. It was a clinic. It was, it was masterful. I remember watching that fight and saying, like, well, you know what?
2: Clearly, he has Roy Jones' number. Yeah. <laughs> one, you know, I used to call yo. I used to call him the cheat code. But you know what though? You know what,
1: man? My thing is this, bro. Roy Jones was. A, it's a great fighter. Take nothing away from him, man. Like. Absolutely. But truth be told, bro, man, Roy, he, he's never fought nobody like me, bruh. Mm-hmm. I was the difference. I was the difference. It wasn't nothing else. It was my my ability, my belief in myself. And Roy Jones knew at 13 years old, bruh, I wasn't the one to be playing with. He knew that then. You understand me? At, if he couldn't kick my butt, knock me out, or dominate me at 13 <laughs> years old,
0: he man. <laughs> And then, you know what the other thing was? You forgot, and it was your left, your left hand too. That probably was on his radar. That signature punch.
1: Well, man, you know, yeah, and, and you know that left hand is special. It's wicked,
2: That's, man. Yeah, <laughs> it is. That's it's it is. wicked. Real
1: wicked. For real, I I can't describe it. But you know, my thing was this: everything that made me a great fighter, you could never put it on the tail of the tapes. You couldn't see it on the tail of the tape. They got the reach. They got height. They got the weight, and then they got speed. I, but between your ears, this is your this. Mm-hmm. They could never rate. This. So if you can't rate this, then that's why I'm the most underrated fighter of all time. They want to talk about defense. Come on, man. Come on, man. Defense, bruh. Twenty-two years in the game, never been cut, never been knocked out, never really been hurt in a fight. Every mm-hmm. time they say I got knocked down, my glove never touched.
2: You touched the ground, right?
1: Yeah. Touch. So my thing is, hey,
2: you the real boogeyman, you know, yo. Man, they
1: didn't—they didn't let me show them what I was all about, But I was gonna—I was gonna snap that heavyweight title. Then what? <laughs> then what was—what was, what was gonna be said then? Man. Oh
3: man. Now, uh, Tarver, what would it—what would it take for you to step back into the ring, man? Step back on the big stage again. Nothing. I, don't know. I
1: nope. mean, you know, there's only there's only so many people working and you know controlling the game bro. it's only it's only yeah. two people that can get you back it, it can do something so you know obviously they can't see the magic bro, and they never wanted to see the magic so you know my thing was this man when i got up in age you know what i mean when i got up in age i thought that i still was going to be able to work fight and show why i was the magic man because i thought at heavyweight they would have really saw what made me great and right. they never they never got a chance to because they thought what I showed him against Roy Jones was all a fluke. They thought that was just because, but nah, that was the real deal. And see what hurt me in the first fight the most I beat the, it wasn't about knocking him out in the first fight. It was about beating him at his game. In the mm, center right, of the ring. Right, center right. Of the ring when, you know, I took him to the ropes. I See, that's why I was able to knock Roy Jones out in the second fight because of all the punishment he took in the first fight, I hurt Roy Jones in the first fight a lot of yeah. times. Yeah, definitely the body, raking into the body. He was all lumped up, man. I hurt Roy Jones in that first fight, and then
2: and he, he never, never experienced that either.
1: Man, he never
3: experienced. He broke, broke his confidence. You broke his I, confidence.
1: So my thing was, man, look, and we both have to lose weight, bro. I'm already a naturally bigger guy than Roy Jones. I struggle. Yeah every fight to make light heavyweight. Mm-hmm. That was never my natural weight class. I walk around two 210, 215. That's mm-hmm. my natural weight. So I struggled every fight. That's why when I fought Chad Dawson, I didn't have nothing left. I couldn't could, I couldn't fight at that level at light heavyweight. Right. But when I moved up the cruiserweight, I felt better. When I
2: when moved up old.
1: heavyweight, I felt better. You know what I mean? So I should have left the light heavyweight division years before that mm-hmm. years before that. So that's just water under the bridge, man. But I'll tell everybody right now that the only thing I've lost is time.
2: Okay.
1: I still I got my rhythm. I still got my timing. I still got my reflexes. So, you know, I'm not saying I, I'm a better fighter than I was 10 years ago, but I'm just saying I can compete with what's out
3: there today. That's all I'm saying. I know I <laughs> can compete. With what's out there. <laughs> they, well, no, well, I mean, I, I mean that's why. I mean, but that's why I asked the question earlier, being that you got Tyson fighting Roy Jones, and you know the stuff that's going on behind that with a different company and all that. So would would, would you would you be willing to step into something like that and beat the break off these these dudes out here? Well, I think- <laughs>
1: You know, what? my thing is this. I love the fact that these older guys, these, these legends of the game, are doing what they're doing right now because, of course, that's going to open the door for other older statesmen, guys that take care of themselves.
2: I smell I s- I, I sm- I smell. a Tarver B-Hot rematch. That's what I smell. Uh, nah, nah, I, I, nah, <laughs> no,
3: yeah. no, I, no, no way. no Don't way. No way. You wouldn't do that, though. He's not, no, If the it's money not, right, if the money uh, right, come on now. I won't fight before, ah.
1: no, because I mean yeah. I'm about I'm about honor, man. I'm about honor.
2: Okay. I'm
1: about honor, you know what I mean?
2: Uh, sir. I'm
1: about honor, and I thought he was about honor, bruh. It's like, come on, man. Uh-huh. You you chased Roy Jones down 15 years trying to talk about a rematch. Uh-huh. When y'all both was past y'all prime, they stunk up the place. Yeah. They stunk it- up the place in Vegas. Nothing, you know. But he didn't want to honor the man that gave him a lifeline, bruh. Mm-hmm, but I Hopkins is a lifeline he lived on it, he's still living on that lifeline today but yeah. nah I, I did my thing bro, I ain't fighting Hopkins yeah. no,
3: yeah.
1: Nah. Too- I respect I respect Hopkins, legendary fighter, mm-hmm. I respect, but Hopkins know damn well, he ain't never been in the ring with the magic man, he ain't never right. been in the, you know what I mean period
2: you were yourself in that fight and I, and I seen how Hopkins was He was moving around the ring, he sensed it himself.
1: Hey, but guess what? He still wasn't wasn't crazy enough to come forth to action.
2: (laughs) (laughs) He stayed away, he definitely stayed away in that fight, sir.
0: Two, two, two questions because you you mentioned you talked about uh, like that. Um, say this
1: for a minute though, I want to get say, rest in peace to his legendary great trainer. Uh, because believe it or not, you know, I got a lot of respect for him, man. He was a great trainer, and you know, he, he maybe they saw something in me, but I tell you what. I should have had a I should have had a tune-up fight, man. Coming off of that Rocky Balboa movie, so yeah. they, they knew they had to do something quick because if I yeah. won that fight, I was I was in a, a whole nother stratosphere, brother. Yeah, yeah. I, I bet, I, man. I, I can believe I, I was on Mars. I was on Mars. <laughs> Next fight after that, so they knew, and they always. I, would tell, I, I don't know who they is, but they've been putting shit in the game. <laughs> but
3: that's what I think it is too, no. Tom. I think I think a lot of a lot of other boxers. That felt that quote unquote they they thought they were better than you quote unquote, but for for you to be in that legendary movie, a lot of boxes was hating on that. A lot of
1: boxes were hating on that. A whole hey, more so than boxes, man. I mean, I it was just like, look, man, I'm blessed, bro. I'm blessed, and I stay, yeah. faithful, bro. I'm, I mean, yeah, I stay ten toes down no matter what. I'm right. a stand up guy. I ain't right. never lied to no man in his face. So I, anything I say once, I can say it again. So, you man. know, I'm still me, man. The same fire with the same passion. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the game the game never retired me.
3: Man. The
1: boxing game never retired Antonio Tarver. Go back and look at how many times the boxing game retired all these legends.
2: Yeah.
1: Man. How many so. times you've seen them? I don't care how big or how great their name are is. How many times you seen them scraped up off the mat? Yeah,
2: that's at
1: true. At the end yeah. of the day. So when you right. ask me, and this is a gladiator sport, bro, you don't be successful this long in this gladiator sport if you ain't the goods. hmm. Right. right. It's too that's facts. That's, that's
0: facts. Fact. Let, let me ask you two 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 questions.
1: Hey, look at all these Roy Jones idols that could have got some revenge. Mm-hmm. love yeah. Roy Jones so much, get some revenge for Roy Kay. Jones. How many of the guys out there could have fought me that didn't get no revenge? I was the same one. Yeah. Yeah. Andre, Ward. Andre Ward.
2: You got the best quote. Andre in the world. Ward.
1: You got, the, Ward. He he got the best by, quote. He in managed, world, by, man. my he managed <laughs> by my man. They, they could have got work.
3: Yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. Andre Ward could have got some work. He, he loved Roy Jones so much. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Let, let, me, let me say one thing. When Roy Jones got knocked out against Danny Green in one round. Who went over there and took care of business?
2: Right. <laughs> facts. Good like, you
1: know, question.
2: Yeah, yeah facts, facts.
1: Who went over there and took care of business? And when I took care of that business, that man ain't never been knocked out. That was his first time getting knocked My out.
2: Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah,
1: right. And I, and I ruined his career too. Yeah. I Ruined his career too. His next fight, he get knocked out again. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, when you fight me, you ain't never the same, bro. And you can go back. <laughs> When you fight tell me, you're never the same. Ask Eric
0: Hardy. T- tell us about the process of um cutting weight because you mentioned like just what it what it's like to cut weight for regular people. You're like, oh, it's just a matter of dropping pounds. But to cut that weight and to maintain strength, what's that like? What's that like for a fighter? It's
1: it's, it's horrible, man. It's like you you're fighting the scale, bro. You're fighting the scale, and that's what you know. A lot of times, these fighters fight the scale. They don't even have time to think about the fighter that they're facing.
3: Mm, yeah. think
1: about they're doing everything they're not training and preparing for the fight they're just losing weight so that hurts right. and if i had if i had it to do all over again i probably would have went on and stayed heavyweight after mm, the yeah. Rocky Balboa movie i should you know what after the rocky ball boy movie i should have stayed in hollywood that's what i should <laughs>
2: <been. laughs> I mean, I mean, <laughs>
1: hindsight if i knew what i know now I would have never came back to boxing
2: mm. yeah that wow
1: hollywood doing movies bro for real
2: wow that's been dope son That'd let be- me
0: get your let me get your prediction on some upcoming fight. so uh danny garcia versus spence who you got and why to be honest
1: bro i mean you got to take your hat off to errol spence for even you know i believe you know he's in a live fight he's in a real live fight uh garcia has something to prove and I think this is a beautiful play for Garcia because if he's ever going to beat Errol Spence, it's going to be in this fight. Mm-hmm. The fight right. comes back from that accident where he almost lost his life.
2: That's now, right.
1: nobody really knows how hurt he was. Nobody really knows how shook up, how, you know, we don't know. But I know one thing. If he slowed down an inch, a half an inch, it could be detrimental or it could affect his performance. You mm-hmm, know, yeah. we don't know. I rem- I remember the first time he was interviewed on, show- on Showtime, I believe. I know what you're talking about. He didn't sound right to me.
0: Yeah,
1: Feel I right? agree. That's just to me. So mm-hmm. what I'm looking at is, I'm looking at, can Errol Spence be, be a better fighter than he was before the accident? Or is he the same fighter? Or is he lesser of a fighter? And that mm-hmm. remains to be seen. But I know one thing: Garcia still has one of the best left hooks in the business yeah, that can, well, cool. can end the night. I think
2: is it is a south is it South Philly guy. South Philly fives when they fight, they stand right there and they don't move, son. They'll take it. <laughs> they just they won't fucking move, and they 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 fight with their <laughs> head. Yo, <laughs> if they catch you,
1: they gonna catch you, bro. Like yeah. so
0: who, who so would you who you who would you take though spence garcia
1: you gotta you gotta go with you gotta go with a, a bigger stronger spence and you gotta think that he's gonna be okay he's gonna come back right same uh, ability that he had before the accident uh if it's an upset it will be because of that mm-hmm. that he just wasn't the same fighter and if right. he wasn't the same fighter then hey man maybe he just needed more time or maybe he just needed a tune up so that's mm-hmm. why this fight is going to be very interesting I can't really pick a guy, but you know, I'll say if Spence is close to what he was or right at where he was, you gotta go with Spence. He just has too many skills, too many there's right. too many things he can do in the ring. Yes, sir. But he's been he's been fighting, I think, one dimensional. He's just been a great, he's just been aggressive, you know. Mm-hmm. He just took it to a guy. I mm-hmm. like to see guys work off the defense a little bit, counter punch. Yeah. Counterpunch, set a guy up with it. You feel me? Uh, you know, you don't have to always just go be that aggressive bull.
2: positive.
0: I agree. I thought he, I thought he made the Porter fight far more difficult than
1: what it needed to be,
0: and I was surprised because how he fought Porter is how I thought he would have fought Mikey Garcia.
1: Yeah, he, he really, he, yeah, he, he never let that dog out in Garcia. He really, mm-hmm. he really didn't. You know, yeah. a, a smaller guy, much smaller guy. He should have got that. He should got that guy out of. Him. He hurt the guy He should have yeah. got him out. But for whatever reason, I think that you know he wanted to show the people that he can go long 12 rounds and mm-hmm. you know I think he respected Mikey Garcia a lot. I guess you know they're familiar with each other. There's a lot of respect in that fight. Right. What
0: about Tank Tank Davis versus
1: Leo Santa Cruz? I think uh, I think you got to go with Tank. Uh Santa Cruz have been he's been consistent, but he ain't knocking nothing out, man. He ain't stopping nothing. You know, it's mm-hmm. always long 12 round decision where he just outwork guys. Mm-hmm. Tank going to be laying some, some bombs on him, you know, and I like that he's working with Mayweather now. I like that he's working with Mayweather now. I saw their they last post. I made a comment. Tank looking Tank looking big. He's looking big, man, like real thick up in here in the face, in the head. He's, like he's carrying a lot of weight. And my thing is this, you know, from a trainer standpoint, I'm looking at that like, man, Tank knows how to fight. If I had him, I would just be getting that cardio endurance and that stamina of getting that weight down. Then, yeah, we, yeah. then we'll start polishing once you round, you know, close to your weight. Then we'll start working on the game plan technique and more so the boxing. You know, a lot of those guys, like, you know, like me, I'm just getting in shape, bro, because when I get to the gym, I know how to fight. That ain't nothing. I know how to fight. That come natural. But, uh, you know, the weight and the conditioning, get that down first. That's, that's half the battle. Right. Getting striking distance. Then you sharpen all your tools. your twos ain't going nowhere. But uh yeah, I see him working hard, Mayweather man, looking good, coaching him. And uh, you know, I think they're gonna do good against Leo Santa Cruz. But hey, if Leo come out and, and box their away, and pick him, blah blah blah, mm-hmm. use his push speed. But again, I don't see that fighting him. You know, he's more of the, you know, he has that uh aggressive style, throw a lot of punches. But he gonna have to guard his grill in this fight.
2: <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yo. so are, are you are you training anybody at this moment?
1: Oh yeah, oh yeah. I got a uh, a welterweight prospect that I'm I'm moving right now into contention. His name is Harold Calderon. He's twenty two and zero with fifteen knockouts. You can look at him. Uh, Harold Cal- King, Harold King Calderon on IG. Okay. And I'm really he's from Miami, man. Um. All the rappers and everything, he got a big following down there in Miami. We're looking to get him on a show real soon. And uh, I'm working with what I think is the future in the heavyweight division, Cortez Big Cat Dunstan from Baltimore. Uh,
2: yeah, yeah, big more kid, huh?
1: Yeah, check out yeah. on my social media page. He's uh, 6'5, 274 pounds right now. But I yeah. mean, get down, man. I want to get him about 250 and then yeah. let. Jump, you know, he gonna jump off the porch when he gets back. <laughs> <laughs> That's
2: what's up, man. Well,
1: always feel free,
3: man. At Tava. Always feel free to hit them up and see if they wanna, you know, they they, they always welcome to have a platform on here, man. Talk about the upcoming fights or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Right, hey, yeah, this, I, is, this is a little off the topic, man. How how, how You're from Florida. How was the pandemic in,
2: in Florida, man? are you dealing with it down there? Man, you know
1: what, uh, and these numbers are out out of control. But I mean, I don't know nobody. I know one person that had got sick from it. And um, but that's it, man. My still been functioning and uh, people come in with their mask on. We ask that they train with their masks on, but you Correct. know, nobody has gotten sick, man. and thank God, you know, that my family and all my loved ones have, you know, been been safe so far. You know, I knock on nice. wood.
2: Nice, uh, nice. Yeah. You know, Floyd
0: Mayweather we were talking earlier before you came on Floyd Mayweather to me changed the boxing game in so many ways right like so to me there's pros to what he's contributed and there's also cons one of the cons I think um that came from Floyd Mayweather is that people will f- seem to be more um, more attentive to letting that zero go so they be st- they're strategic about who they fight and I think I attribute that to Floyd because I think Floyd was really good. He's a really good businessman and he was really good at picking as his opponent at the mm-hmm. right time. Why Why do you think in the past people were more open to actually, you know, having those fights where it was, you know what, I, right, Hagler, Leonard, you all the best, get in there and make it happen. Hearns, Leonard, Durant, whoever it was, it seemed like it was easier to make a make a fight. So... What do you, do you think that Floyd Mayweather's whole thing about the O and being undefeated has hindered making um, great fights?
1: No, I can't say that. I can't say that because when you look at his resume, man, the man fought everybody. You know what I mean? Probably fought him when he wanted to, but you, you can't argue with his record. You mm-hmm. know, what I mean? you can't argue with his record. He did it 25 years. I mean, the man, he made all the right decisions, business decisions. And, you know what I mean? I think. No, Floyd was more dedicated than all of us, you know. And you got to admit that he was more committed to the game. He never took no time off, man. And uh, and mm-hmm. I, I I you know I respect that to this day. I can't see how I, I don't even know how he did it, you know. And, and then he still went out and did everything he wanted to do, but he never sacrificed his training. I don't care if the man went come come from the strip club at four in the morning. He going. Yeah. For- yeah.
2: yeah. I mean,
1: yeah. I never seen Floyd take a drink. I never seen Floyd, you know what I mean? Do nothing outside. Hey, the guy is clean, bro. He, he was committed and dedicated to his sport mm-hmm. more than any man, more than anybody, more than any legend ever came through the game. So that's why he sits where he sits. He's just crap That's took why.
3: Prayer. Prayer. Took it seriously.
1: Hey Tava, man, I, I I I
3: always wanted to see a Tava versus Clit school, man. And I always wanted to see a Tava
1: versus James Tony. Speak upon that. Oh yeah, man, man! The JT fight would have been legendary, bro. I mean, shit, because mm-hmm. you know both of us are great counterpunchers. You know, JT—he's probably better counter, better one of the best counterpunchers in the game. And tough, man. He tough. And he knows the game, man. It's nobody got more poise in there with, as you know than James Tony, but. Like, I tell people, man, I'm just a different cat, man. I mean, I'm a different cat, bro. I, I can see it. You feel me? And I ain't I ain't scared to go get it. You know what I mean? I, it ain't no – I'll take a risk. You know what I mean? Right. In the, I like to take risks in fights. So, with JT – He would have had his moments, but if he wouldn't have knocked me out, I don't think he would have won the fight. I think I had more. You look at how Michael Nunn boxed him from the southpaw stance. You know what I mean? Michael, that overhand. Right. See, I ain't going to make – I'm not going to make no mistakes in the ring. You feel me? So that's what I'm saying. I ain't going to hit me with his best punch. A guy ain't going to hit me with his best punch. He can, You know, because I'm going to be prepared for that. You know, that's always been my thing. I might get hit because fighting but ain't nobody got to get hit me right with their best shot. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. Danny Green caught me with his best shot, and it flipped my whole head around. And mm-hmm. if I was going to be knocked out, I would have been knocked out then with one punch. You can go back and look at it. But I was in condition. I took that shot. But I knew all. Thing, he couldn't hit me with that no more. So the next round, I had to get him out of there. You know what I mean? So everything is a calculation. You said with me. Not again, right? You know, I calculate, man. And I can't really say what made me a great fighter, other than I was never afraid. I always thought I was. I always thought I was. I always, I had special ability. I had special ability, man. From. T- Ten years old you see what i'm saying it ain't like Mm -hmm. i had just showed up when you make it to the olympics bro everybody have their eye on you so why they act like they didn't see me coming Mm, coming? that's the whole thing it wasn't no surprise to me it wasn't no surprise to me you know what i mean i knew i I had to knock him out because they robbed me the first time so that's why i I trained to knock him out because i couldn't let him go the distance because they had shit in the game already. You know what nice. I mean? So, that was a crazy experience, man. I, I, I've I never been so focused in my life, man. I've never been so focused. Because I never knew I was going to say it until I said it. Because hmm. we had talked about it in the... I said, I might think about it. I might <laughs> i got in there man when i got in there and they're drilling i'm like, I'm like yeah
2: it's gonna happen today
0: oh <laughs> uh, he froze up there's no comeback yeah he froze up wow. for those in the room hit the like button please <laughs> like and subscribe
2: like and subscribe man talk with yo man this is great talk man look.
1: What we do bro because you know you know what After, I, i'm ready damn if my back if i'm they have to scrape me up i don't care if they know <laughs> yeah, i can say
2: yeah hello babe. what's up can you hear me oh we can't hear you will be good I can't hear you again
0: <laughs> you want me to come back in you come back you. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah I'm, I'm come back in you come back in it'll probably be uh clear Like, comment, subscribe.
2: Yes, please. Send us around the world. We appreciate that. What's some comments looking like down there? Positive energy is showing
0: us a lot of love. Shout yeah. out to positive energy. Say I never liked all of until now. Great damn interview and good dude. Shout out to the champ.
3: Yeah, man. Shout, out, shout um, out to Positive Energy, man. He's a good guy, man.
2: That's what I like when we do, man. We like I said, we we ain't here for the drama. But, you know, we'll, we'll throw a little couple of sound
3: bites out there and see how it sticks. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, man. What's the, what's the other comments down there looking like?
0: Uh, po- just positive energy. Yeah, it's just
3: okay.
0: positive okay. Yeah. Shout out to Antonio Talvado, man. He's definitely, definitely great great Ooh, conversation. Man. You know, he says he's going to come back on. Come back on. We got a couple more questions for him. All right. There you go right there. Let's get him in. All right, you back. You hear us? Yeah. There yeah, we go.
1: You know what? I think it just restarts after every 20 minutes or so.
0: Okay. There you go. That's
1: no, so but good. like y'all was asking me, if Roy oh. Jones, if Roy Jones and Tyson fight, man, I'm looking forward to that. I might have to crash that party, bro. Cause
2: <laughs> show up, show up, show up I, w- man.
1: I want the winner, man. I want the winner.
2: Yeah, <laughs> we, we, we intend
0: tell- that we was gonna ask you that too. If you wanted the winner,
1: of yeah. course, of course, I want the winner, man.
0: Of Who's
2: course. the winner? Who's the winner? Right, what, what, what happens if Roy is the winner? You'll be like, man, I don't want this dude. Not just- <laughs> a lot of beating up on Roy, son. Right. <laughs> But what if
3: Mike stop stop what, stop, stop bullying him, man? What if, Mike, <laughs> what if Mike Tyson knock out Roy Jones Jr.? That's Ooh, what I'm, that I'm thinking. That's what I'm thinking is going to happen. Yeah.
2: this let yeah. set of scenario. Okay. If Mike wins. I want Tarver. How are you prepared for that?
1: I don't think he gonna say that. I don't <laughs> think. Say that. But but what I what I would say was this. Okay, you knock. Come on. Okay, that for now. We we lost yeah, you again. We go. But we yeah, gotta repeat that. That was a
3: long <laughs> word right there. Yeah, we yeah. lost you again.
1: I said if Mike Tyson knock out Roy, he ain't did nothing because we don't seen that before. Right, <laughs> right. Knock out! Knock out! Somebody ain't never been knocked out before. That's
2: right. That was good. Yeah, that was good. man.
0: I I do think I think Michael probably end up knocking him out. But I was saying also earlier that I'm wondering what this is going to be like because I'm hearing that it's going to be a round exhibition and they're going to be wearing headgear. So yeah. is this going to be sparring?
1: I really don't know. I don't, I'm not into the. I'm not into the deal, man. I don't know what they're saying. I said I heard they said it couldn't go for the knockout. I heard they. I didn't know they had. A, they was gonna have on headgears. That that's new to me. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, saying they
2: Yeah,
0: same headgear. Headgear. man. I watched. I watched the Glenn Johnson fight. I mean, I seen Glenn Johnson fight a number of times, and watching him fight on TV, it's like you are looking at him and you are like, I right. this brother's just like a dog, like a workhorse.
1: You know, like, what's it like being – what was it like being in there with him? Glenn Johnson was a beast, man. He was a beast, bro. He – you know, you can hit this guy with everything, but he kept coming. You know what I mean? Yeah. I heard him a lot, but he just – he was had a lot of resolve. He was tough. He was tough. He came up the hard way, bro. You know, those guys like Glenn Johnson, very few, you know – Every close fight, they you know they give it to the other guy. He was the road warrior, he go in the guy's backyard on short notice. Mm-hmm. So, by doing all that, he built tough skin, he built tough skin. He knew he was always up against the wall, so he used that to his advantage. But the, come on, man, when you look back at it, when you look back at it, Roy. Jones had even have no business being in the ring with Glenn Johnson because when you get knocked out, you you get a sixty day suspension automatically. Yeah, 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 ninety day suspension. Roy Jones was in the ring fighting Glenn Johnson two months after. Wow! Yeah, I didn't even. I had special ability, man, from ten years old. You see what I'm saying? It ain't like Mm -hmm. I had just showed up. When you make it to the Olympics, bro, everybody have their eye on you. So why they act like they didn't see me coming?
3: Mm, Yeah. Who's that? Didn't see me
1: coming. That's the whole thing. It wasn't no surprise to me. It wasn't no surprise to me. You know what I mean? I knew I. I had to knock him out because they robbed me the first time. So that's why yeah. I, I trained to knock him out. Because I couldn't let him go the distance. Because they had shit in the game already. You know nice. what I mean? So that was crazy experience, man. I, I, I've never been so focused in my life, man. I've never been so focused. Because t- I never knew I was going to say it until I said it. Cause we had talked about it in the I said, nah, I might think about it. i I got in there, man. When I got in there, and they're drilling, I'm like, I'm like yeah,
2: it's gonna happen today. <laughs>
1: uh, he froze up.
0: There's
2: no comeback. Yeah, he froze up." Wow. For those in
0: the room, hit the like button, please. Like and subscribe.
2: Like and subscribe, man. Thomas, yo,
1: man. This is great, man. I love what we do, bro? Because you know, what? After I'm ready, damn if my back. If I'm, they have to scrape me up. I don't care if they know, I can say, yeah, a little bit. What's up? Can you hear me? Oh, we can't hear you. It'll be good. I can't hear you again. <laughs> You want me to come back in? in? Yeah, yeah. you
0: can do that. Yeah, i come back in. come back in. It'll probably be uh, clear. Like, comment, subscribe.
2: Yes, please. Send us
3: around the world. We appreciate that. What's some comments looking like down there?
2: Positive energy is showing us a lot of love. Shut up. Positive
0: energy. say I never liked talking until now. Great damn interview and good dude. Shout out to the champ.
3: Yeah, man. Shout out, oh, shout man. out to positive energy, man. He's a good guy,
2: man. That's what I like. when we do, man. We like I said, we we ain't here for the drama, but you know we'll, we'll throw a little couple sound bites out there and see how it sticks. You know what I
3: mean? Yeah. Oh man. What's the what's the other comments down there looking like? Uh,
0: po- just positive energy. Yeah. Just okay. Fine. Okay. yeah. Well, shout out to Antonio Tava, though, man. He's definitely, definitely great, great Ooh. conversation. You know, he says he's gonna come back on. come back on. We got a couple more questions for him. All right, there you go, right there. Let's get him in. All right, you back. You hear us? Yeah. There we go.
1: You know what? I think it just restarts after every 20 minutes or so.
0: Okay, there you go.
1: No, but like y'all was asking me, if Roy, Jones, if Roy Jones and Tyson fight, man, I'm looking forward to that. I might have to crash that party, bro, because
2: yeah. show up, show up, show up,
1: I, I want the winner, man. I want the winner.
0: Yeah, <laughs> we, we, yo, we tell, that. We was going to ask you that, too, if you wanted the winner.
1: Of, yeah. course, of course, I want the winner, man. Who's the winner?
2: Who's the winner? What happens what, 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 if Roy is the winner? You're gonna be like, man, I don't want this dude, son. <laughs> i up on Roy, son. Right. <laughs> but what if Mike?
3: Stop stop, if, stop, stop, bullying him, man.
1: What if, Mike, <laughs> what if Mike Tyson knock out Roy Jones Jr.? That's Ooh. what I'm,
3: That's
1: That's what I'm
2: thinking. thinking.
1: That's what I'm thinking is going to happen. That's yeah.
2: what this, this, yeah. this set of scenario. Okay. Mike wins. I want Tarver. How you prepared
1: for that? I don't think he's gonna say that. I don't think <laughs> say that. but but what I what I would say was this, okay, you knocked come on. okay, hey that
2: for now. We we
1: lost yeah, you again. Here we go.
3: But yeah, you gotta we, repeat that. That was a long it, word right there. Yeah, you we lost
1: again. I said, if Mike Tyson knock out Roy, he ain't did nothing because we don't seen that before. Right, right, right. Knock out, knock out somebody ain't never been knocked out before. That's right. That was good. Uh,
2: cool. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was good.
3: Yeah,
0: Man. I, I do think, I think Michael probably end up knocking them out, but I was saying also earlier that I'm wondering what this is going to be like, because I'm hearing that it's going to be an eight round
1: exhibition and they're going to be wearing headgear.
0: So is this going to be sparring?
1: I really don't know. I don't, I'm not into the, I'm not into the deal, man. I don't know what they're saying. I said, I heard they said it couldn't go for the knockout. I heard they. I didn't know they had, a, they was going to have on headgears. That, that's new to me. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, same
0: thing, same thing, yeah. Man, I watched I watched the Glenn Johnson fight. I mean, I seen Glenn Johnson fight a number of times. And watching him fight on TV, it's like you looking at him and you are like, all right, this brother's just like a dog, like a workhorse. You know, like what's it like being what was it like being in
1: there with him? Glenn Johnson was a beast, man. He was a beast, bro. he, he you know, you can hit this guy with everything, but he kept coming, you know what I mean? Yeah. I heard him a lot, but he just he was had a lot of resolve. He was tough. He was tough. He came up the hard way, bro. You know, those guys like Glenn Johnson, very few. You know, every close fight, they, you know, they give it to the other guy. He was the road warrior. He go in the guy's backyard on short notice. Mm-hmm. So by doing all that, he built tough skin. He built tough skin. And he knew he was always up against the wall, so he used that to his advantage. But the, come on, man, when you look back at it, when you, you look back at it, Roy Jones had even have no business being in the ring with Glenn Johnson because when you get knocked out, you you get a 60 day suspension automatically. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. 90 days susp- suspension. Roy Jones was in the ring he fighting Glenn Johnson two months out. After-
3: wow. Yeah, I didn't even realize that. Yeah, I didn't know about them standards either. Yeah, the suspension for the knockout. You get knocked out there. Yeah.
1: So they didn't even give Roy Jones a suspension. So you know, I do You know that fight. You know, Roy was trying to get the IBF title so bad, so he can come back to the drawing board mm-hmm. and have a, 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 you know, have a come out. I don't.
3: I think it froze up again. You think we should ask him to log out and log back in?
0: Can you hear us? Okay. Yeah, yeah, he froze he froze up again. It may just be where he's at. But Ben Johnson to me was a dude that you look at him, it was he there was no flare, no flash or anything. He was just a straight dude that as soon as the bell rang, he was there. He was coming in, right? There, he there's was there. there, he was there, and he was going. There was no time off with him. And I did know about the um, the that there's a mandatory suspension you're supposed to have when you get knocked out. What I didn't realize was that Roy's it's, fight 60 days, it's, 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 it's 60 days, yeah. you get yeah. knocked out, sit your ass still, huh? Yeah. yeah, for safety reasons. But what I didn't realize is that Glenn Johnson's fight with Roy Jones was that soon after he got I, knocked out by Tarva. Yeah, I, I, didn't I, didn't so. I didn't notice that, too yeah I knew the suspension existed but I didn't realize that it was that his fight Roy Jones fight with Glenn Jones was that that um that soon true, right? Johnson, I'm sorry Glenn Johnson was that soon after fighting Tarver
2: mm-hmm.
0: yeah but that they um so that means that like he said like probably it was all about him trying to get that IBF title but Glenn Johnson was a dog man like there's a straight workhorse yeah yeah he come right up in your chest yo yeah one of them dudes that just stay on you know if you fight him He's, you know what he remind me of? Sean Porter. I don't know if he has the skills Sean. that Sean
2: Porter has, but he remind me of like Sean, Sean Porter. Porter to me, Sean Porter to me is erratic. Yeah.
0: Sean Porter always... Sean Porter recently has added more boxing to his repertoire. Before, he was a straight brawler, but Sean Porter used to yeah. be... What he did was come forward, and he stayed in your chest. He was like a mini Mike Tyson to me at one
2: point. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly yeah. how I see him as a mini Mike, because you could tell his footwork and his stance got a little better. Cause before he was just mm-hmm. if he hit you would hits you, son. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. But, I saw him beat up Paulie Malinaji. I was like, why is Paulie Malinaji in there with Sean Porter? That was like he just steamrolled Pauly Malinaji.
2: <laughs> he put a pit bull in there with a cat.
0: That's, that's what like. exactly that's exactly what it looked like. That's exactly
2: what it looked like. Terrible, yeah. terrible. Well, hopefully yeah. comes back, man. It was nice talking to him. Yeah. Where, are we, where are we at on time? We good?
0: Yeah, we good. We probably got like another 15, 20 minutes. Okay. Like another 15, 20 minutes. I want to ask him though. Uh, when you come back on, I'm going to ask him about Spence and Crawford. I'm going to yeah. ask him about Spence and, Spence and Crawford. I want to get his take on that. And I want to get his take on that Spence versus Crawford prior to Spence, like the unknown variable right now that everybody keeps talking about is spence after the car accident but if we take the car accident away and who spence was before the car accident and just put him versus carver i mean against
2: crawford too much energy i mean to cut your wisdom but i think people are putting too much energy on that car accident because they're almost looking for something out of place
0: yeah i'll say this i've seen i've seen recent videos of him which leads me to believe that he's like back on the square. Like this dude, I don't know how he cut weight. He's a naturally bigger welterweight than all those other dudes. Right. And I saw a video the other day that um that he posted. And the dude looked like he probably gotta be, he's under 160, which is good considering the fight is not until I believe November. So he has he still has plenty of time, but he looks like he's his conditioning looks there. And I didn't expect him to be down. Like he like re- in those recent fights, it looked like to me that he struggled to actually make weight. It looks like he's gonna make weight pretty easy.
2: But Elston, he's a mild-mannered dude. He, not- was. He, he was. He was. He's hyped now. huh? He got, yeah, he got.
0: And I think that's that's that was a way of him getting sat down. He he was. He used to be very mild-mannered, but then after he started winning and starting to become like the man of the division. He was showing up uh, um doing interviews, right drinking and, and
2: and partying
0: in the club and man, all this stuff.
2: All, that's how they all get knocked out. It was like you said, I was in my bed with my gloves on, son. They told me to come outside <laughs> and fight. Like, what he <laughs> set me up, you punk.
3: You know, I was I was in here with Balboa and come on, man. Uh, oh, hey, you can imagine hey, uh, Shannon. Uh you Try to try to text him and see see what the what the situation is with
2: that. You can you can you can, can imagine what jet setting is with Sylvester Stallone, and then tomorrow you gotta go have a fight. He's te- he's taking me down. Right. And it'd be a big fight too. Because yeah. you know, in yeah. the fight, it looked like he even it looked like he was saying to himself, Y'all ain't supposed to even be here. Like, <laughs> like he was just like, yeah. Oh, I'm right. and, and Buddy is like, You alright? Like, what's going on? You're not using your jab, Right. That's his weapon. His jab. once he, his jab he sets up the left hand. But, yo, he was just out there. He wasn't, he was just throwing, like, he don't even want to fight.
0: Yeah, he, he texted me and he said that, um, thanks for, um, thanks for having him on, but he said that he's having an issue with his own technology and he said that he, you know, he'd love to come back around and talk again and next time he'll make sure that his technology... Is set up right okay. but you know what i want oh, to thank time, you, yo, we thank you Antonio for taking this time and actually having uh having this conversation with us